This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering you all, my lovely listeners, a free audiobook and two Audible originals with a 30-day trial membership. Just head to audibletrial.com slash theropetalkpodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title and two Audible originals completely free of charge and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash theropetalkpodcast. Happy reading! and welcome back to the show. I hope you all had a fantastic week and looking forward to the weekend. We'll be discussing Cardi B's tweet that blew up the WWE world not too long ago, who Baron Corbin chose as a special guest referee for his match against Seth Rollins on Sunday at Stomping Grounds, and Samoa Joe's challenger opponent for the United States Championship at Stomping Grounds in this episode of The Rope Talk. Before we hop in, as we... As recently announced, the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcast is now on Apple Podcasts. Apple users can download the app and search the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcasts and download episodes on the go. Of course, we're also on Spotify. Search the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcast and download episodes anytime. With that out of the way, let's get started. Entering the topic of Cardi B and her string of tweets that blew up the WWE world, Listen, I'm still a little baffled as to why everyone went crazy over this. I mean, WWE now even uploaded a YouTube video all about it. It seriously was a little bit much, if you ask me, but if you didn't watch that video, I recommend it if you want to laugh a little bit, because it was really hilarious how they were making such a big deal out of it. But anyway, if you guys haven't seen the tweets that Cardi B sent, she basically was replying to a bunch of people who were bringing up WWE and wrestling. So the first thing she said was a reply. She said, I used to watch wrestling. My faves are Booker T, Batista, Eddie, of course she's referring to Eddie Guerrero, Triple H, Edge, and Lita. And then she refers to another person who replied to her and said, Yes, how can I forget The Undertaker and Kane? Then she also said, Stone Cold retired by the time she started watch, watching wrestling, so she didn't really um, watch Stone Cold on WWE. So with that out of the way, needless to say, it actually blew up my Twitter feed, and it probably blew up yours if you have a wrestling Twitter, but it really made the WWE world go crazy, especially even the official WWE accounts. And I'm not sure if you guys saw, even Carmella was tweeting a lot about it. She seemed to get really excited. And she mentioned that one of her gears that she wore to a match, I believe it was either a Raw or a SmackDown Live um, match that she had, but she dedicated that to one of Cardi B's album covers. So definitely a lot of people were going really crazy over this. And 
I it just I feel like they went overboard, especially WWE now and WWE's official Twitter handle and account. They really went crazy because they started posting stuff, especially like how I said, WWE now even posted a video like going all in depth about this. Seriously guys, it was just like a couple of tweets. I don't even think Cardi B herself was expecting that. So with that out of the way, I hope we can all agree for the most part that what happened as a result of Cardi B's tweets was kind of bizarre and a little bit much, and I'm just imagining um, what Cardi B was thinking when all of this came out. Baron Corbin was scheduled to choose the special guest referee for his match against Seth Rollins, of course, at Stomping Grounds. He was supposed to announce that on Monday Night Raw this week, but that didn't happen. And here's my take on all of this, right? <clears throat> Before we actually get on to who is a special guest referee, I just wanted to say that, <clears throat> excuse me, when WWE, and I hope we can all understand what I'm trying to say here, but when WWE announces something for the first time, and they're like, in this case, Baron Corbin is scheduled to announce who he has chosen for a special guest referee um, for his match at Stomping Grounds, right? So when they announce that for the first time, we're all expecting WWE to, to fulfill their promise, right? To have Baron Corbin announce the special guest referee on Monday Night Raw. Then everybody tunes in to Monday Night Raw just expecting Baron Corbin to announce that. Baron Corbin did not announce that. Here's the thing, right? That is a three-hour show, meaning that that is 180 minutes of straight-up wrestling, nonstop, other than commercial breaks, right? But when somebody announces something, but they keep on shoving it into our heads and into our minds. For example, WWE would not stop talking about this, right? Baron Corbin is scheduled to say who his special guest referee is. They would not stop talking about that. But then Raw came around and they didn't do anything. Baron Corbin did not announce who his special guest referee was. Here's the thing about that, right? For me personally, if you say something once and you don't fulfill what you said you were going to do, that's okay with me. It doesn't really bother me that much. But if you say something multiple times and you don't stop talking about it and announcing it and getting us hyped up for it, in this case, who the special guest referee is, but then you don't fulfill it in the end, that's when it becomes a problem because it's very annoying, you know, to have WWE consistently tweeting and posting and announcing on commentary here and there that Seth Rollins is going to choose a special guest referee, but he doesn't actually do that. It makes us tune in to a three-hour show for one thing, but that one thing doesn't happen. So it just, I hope that makes sense, and I hope you guys can kind of understand why I claim this is very annoying, because... I normally don't watch all three hours of Raw, and the only time I really do is when I know something awesome is going to happen, or maybe I'm just looking forward to a couple of matches on that match card. But really, other than that, I only tune into about two hours of Raw, but 
when they announce that Baron Corbin is going to choose the special guest referee on Raw, it makes people tune in to Raw to see who it's going to be. Um, but when they don't fulfill what they say they're going to do, that's when it becomes a problem because people are let down. And that's ultimately, that could for sure be one of the reasons why the ratings are getting lower because WWE is saying things and making the viewers believe that something is going to happen, but it doesn't happen. It's really annoying, especially for younger people like myself who, you know, we just don't want to watch three hours of straight up wrestling. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a bit of a hassle for quite a lot of people to have to go through that so many times. And this is not the first time it's happened. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to put that out there because it's definitely a little bit annoying that WWE just doesn't seem to care that we have lives and we don't want to watch three hours of wrestling only to find out that you guys aren't going to do what you said you would. So really, it does trigger me a little bit as you guys can hear, my voice kind of changed, but you know, I just want to put that out there because it's a bit annoying. But anyway, we did find out who the special guest referee is on SmackDown Live, okay? So, it's okay, it was a day difference, but, you know, whatever. Basically, the special guest referee is, I think, <laughs> EC3, okay? So, here's the thing, right? On SmackDown Live, um, Seth Rollins actually would just come out with steel chairs, and he actually did this on Raw as well. He basically said that anyone who sides with Baron Corbin and even thinks about accepting Bar Baron Corbin's guest referee offer, they will get beaten with the steel chair. And he definitely fulfilled that. He beat a lot of people. Count EC3, count Elias, count a lot of different people. And really, that's only two people. I didn't even announce everybody. So really... When EC3 came out of the arena with the referee shirt on, Seth Rollins, of course, went crazy with the steel chair, mercilessly attacking, as as I should say, mercilessly, attack, mercilessly attacking and beating up EC3. And Twitter kind of went a little bit insane over this. They were like, free EC3, he does not deserve this. Okay, I get it, but y'all know that Seth Rollins literally gave out a warning the day before, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. But basically, EC3 got beat up with a steel chair. Here's the thing, though. Will EC3 be okay to become the special guest referee? Because if you are watching SmackDown Live, a lot of the beatings happened. Seth Rollins was really not joking around. And the way that they made Seth Rollins, quote, beat up, EC3 was in a very merciless and harsh matter. So I'm really unsure if EC3 is going to be the referee because the way he was getting beaten up, I don't know if he's going to be the referee on Sunday. Jeez, okay. With that being said, the last thing I wanted to say on in terms of this topic is that you know, EC3 hasn't really been in the arena that often. Um, we saw him occasionally every once in a while on Raw and SmackDown, right? But when was the last time we actually saw him wrestling? You know, when was the last time we actually saw him competing for a title? Competing for... Even just competing for nothing, just wrestling. When, when was the last time he had a match? Was it last week? No. Was it the week before? No. 
the last time EC3 had a match was a couple weeks ago, if not a couple weeks ago, maybe even a couple months ago. I personally don't remember the last time he had a match, personally. So with that being said, I'm not sure what WWE Creative is trying to do with having EC3 as a special guest referee, because being the special guest referee in a match with Seth Rollins um, versus Baron Corbin is definitely crazy. It's definitely influential. Because anytime that there's a special guest referee, most of the time it's going to be a fellow wrestler, someone from backstage, right? And most of the time when it is someone from backstage, that match is going to be biased. The outcome of that match is going to be botched. So with that being said, what is EC3 going to do if he's okay to be the special guest referee? You know, what's going to happen? Okay. So this actually brings me back to what happened on Monday Night Raw this week. So I'm just going to read off of the official WWE website. If you hear any mouse clicks or anything like that, I am scrolling through the website to make sure I don't miss anything. But basically, there was a fatal five-way elimination match, which determined who would challenge Samoa Joe at Stomping Grounds. So it included The Miz, Ricochet, Braun Strowman, Cesaro, and, Barbie, and Bobby Lashley. And basically, in the end of the match, Ricochet defeated The Miz, Braun Strowman, Cesaro, and Bobby Lashley to earn the right to challenge U.S. Champion Samoa Joe at Stomping Grounds. So, going more in-depth, of course, all of this is being said from the official WWE website, but this is what they say. And just like that, Ricochet is headed to WWE Stomping Grounds, where United States Championship opportunity against Samoa Joe awaits. To get there, the former NXT North American champion had to win a fatal five-way elimination match, though all semblance of order quickly broke down when the ousted Cesaro and Bobby Lashley, both eliminated by the monster among men, of course Braun Strowman's running power slam, lingered past their elimination to assault Braun Strowman and help Ricochet pin the behemoth with the 630 splash. <sighs> That's a lot. <laughs> With the, with the three heavy hitters dispatched, the match came down to Ricochet and The Miz, and while the former was smarting after Strowman hurled him over the top rope onto Lashley, a two-minute break in the action helped even things out a bit. Even with that breather, however, Miz was the smarter and fresher man in this match. The awesome one, wow, the awesome one, mangled Ricochet in the figure four leg lock to clip his wings, but Ricochet, amazingly, still had some fight in him, and he reached the ropes to break the hold before battling his way to a match ending 6.30. Looking to get in some early work, Samoa Joe, who had been scouting from ringside, ambushed Ricochet from behind after the bell, only to find that he, too, had underestimated his new challenger. Ricochet retaliated by forcing Joe out of the ring and swooping down on him from over the ropes. The win seemed to energize Ricochet, who climbed a mountain to earn a title opportunity, but his excitement would best be tempered. With Joe on the horizon, now the hard part begins. Okay, so of course that was a lot, but basically that was just summing up what happened during that match and what happened after that match. So with that being said, I just want to put out there that Ricochet is 30 years old. Samoa Joe is 40 years old, so of course there's a 10-year age gap between these two men. So I really like the idea that WWE Creative had to have the younger talent, and need I say, the person, Ricochet, ha Ricochet has been on the main roster for only a couple months now, you know what I mean? So for some, this, his win and the Fatal 5-1 match might have been really surprising, but 
Honestly, I really love this idea to have the younger talent, Ricochet, get that storyline boost that he deserves. So I also want to say that even now, I'm recording this on Thursday, even now, this is of course before their match at Stomping Grounds. So you have to keep in mind that whatever they do at Stomping Grounds, if Ricochet is scheduled to take that championship away from Samojo, or if Samojo retains, that's still something huge for Ricochet and Samojo, especially for Ricochet, because right now, just with that Fatal 5-Way Elimination match win, Ricochet just boosted his career and his storyline drastically. So, honestly, what I'm trying to say here is that Ricochet, Ricochet is good in terms of career and storyline because that win um, on Raw for the Fatal 5-Way Elimination match really just made the storyline between Samoa Joe and Ricochet that much more interesting and, you know, fun to people. So for me personally, I'm definitely going to be keeping a close eye during the match between Ricochet and Samoa Joe at Stomping Grounds because I can't wait to see what happens. And of course, if you don't have WWE Network, I am going to be live broadcasting and live tweeting the whole, well, maybe not the whole, but the vast majority of the pay-per-view. So definitely make sure to follow me on Twitter at WWE The Man Becky, no spaces or capitals. And spread the word because I always try to live broadcast the majority of pay-per-views that WWE offers. Okay, so with that being said, we now know that Samojo's opponent for the United States Championship at Stomping Grounds is going to be Ricochet, so there is a lot going on. Samojo already has a storyline with Rey Mysterio. Now, of course, Rey Mysterio was the United States champion, but he had to give that title back to Samoa Joe due to an injury. So, honestly, Samoa Joe has now, he has two storylines. So, really, when Rey Mysterio returns from his injury, Samoa Joe is going to have to deal with not only Ricochet, not only Rey Mysterio, but Rey Mysterio's son as well. So, with that being said... Samoa Joe is kind of going through a lot right now in terms of storylines. Of course, Rey Mysterio, like I said, he's not here right now due to an injury. But when Rey Mysterio comes back with the son, Samoa Joe is going to have his hands full with people. And Samoa Joe is going to have a hard time, I'd imagine, just a hard time, you know, entertaining people because it's hard having a storyline with multiple people. Um, so I just wanted to touch base on that because in a, in a way it feels like WWE is kind of resorting to the little things because not much is happening right now in the WWE world unless you're counting stomping grounds, really not much is happening in terms of storylines. So with that being said, Please bear with me if these past couple of episodes have not been as entertaining. I understand that. I know that. Maybe even this episode was not the best episode for you guys, and I completely get that. But please bear with me because I always try to scout for good things to talk about. But there's not much happening in the, the, the WWE world right now. 
Um, and I just stuttered, haha. But there's not much happening in the WWE world right now. And it's pretty difficult for people like myself who have a WWE-related <clears throat> show or podcast. Because we have to scout for different stuff every single day. Um, and last thing, every single Friday when you guys are listening to new episodes, I personally start looking for subjects to talk about for the next week's episode. So really, it doesn't really, it never stops. I have to keep looking for things to talk about and topics. So with that being said, please bear with me if these past couple episodes have not been the best. I know, I understand, I get it. Um, unfortunately, it's not up to me. <laughs> I, I wish it was, but I know, I try, and I hope you guys are still being entertained with the show, but I hope this period is going to end because I'm not doing too well with this. <laughs> but that being said, thank you guys so much for listening every single week. Thank you guys so much for tweeting, for being active, for giving me ideas for the podcast because it really means a lot, especially in these times where not much is happening in WWE. I really appreciate anything you guys got, so please Tweet me at WWE the Man Becky. Even the smallest suggestion or idea for next week, I would be happy to implement that in an episode and use that because I really am trying hard to find something to talk about WWE-wise and there's not much out there. So thank you so much once again for listening, for being active, for sharing the podcast. If you haven't already, if you like what you hear, please share this podcast. I would really appreciate it. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners, you guys, thank you guys so much, <laughs> a free audiobook and two Audible originals with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash theropetalkpodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download three titles for free, yeah, you get three titles for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash theropetalkpodcast to get started today. But anyway... I really would like you guys to try out Audible because I know you guys are going to love it, especially if you love reading and being on your phone. You're going to love it. So give it a try. Go to audibletrial.com slash podcast, and if you like it, tweet me because I really want to know your opinions on it. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in every single Friday. New episodes, of course, air every single Friday on Messy, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. With that being said, thank you very much, and we will see you next week.